Hi, this is Beamy Shavery, and I am here with your daily dose of energy to all of my supporters, my loved ones, and for everyone who constantly and consistently tunes in in support of and is receiving um, whatever it is that you are needing to receive from these daily messages. I am truly, truly grateful and thankful for you to all of my new subscribers and my new listeners. Welcome. Guys, uh, this energy is I, I am honestly in a state of immense gratitude. I can't even begin to put into words clearly without getting choked up um, how incredible this energy feels. I honestly have been. All day, all morning, just in a state of constant, consistent meditation and prayer and just saying to God, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We are entering officially autumn season. Today, September 23rd, is officially the autumn equinox, the first day of fall. So as many of you know, that means we have entered harvest season. And how fitting is it that we have a new moon in Libra this week? Which is all about new beginnings. It's all about the renewance of things that were taken away or or we feel that we have lost or all of the pain, all of the misfortune, all of the disappointment, all of the things that you feel have bogged you down and you have been actively, consistently, strategically working to heal from, working to replenish yourself from, you are now entering a season where you are able to literally see those seeds begin to harvest. Um, and that's a beautiful feeling. That is, that is a beautiful feeling. This year, this entire year from January 1st has been a consistent moment of challenge spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and physically. It has been very testing. It has been very taunting on relationships. It has actually felt like you are isolated by yourself. Well, for me personally, I felt very isolated um, and that didn't make me sad. Actually, it just, it made me feel like no matter what you tried to do to mend relationships, to correct relationships, um, to bring relationships together or to make sense of the things that are happening. It always brought you back to self. It always brought me back to looking at myself, working on myself. And it completely shifted my perspective from unit and unifying to building a stronger 
core within myself, creating stronger boundaries for myself, which allowed me in a sense to be open to more. And I feel like for so many, it's been a struggle of our inner masculine energy and our feminine power. It has been a constant um, struggle between our relationships with us feeling like, you know, maybe you're not heard. Maybe you're not being catered to. Maybe you're not being appreciated. Maybe you're not being really invested into the way that you are investing into other things. And it's all brought you back to the point of, OK, it's about self. This is a season of self healing, self work, self um awareness. It's about self-care and self-love and really digging deep into the things that you are needing to release in order to receive that of which you are in search of. And I have strongly felt, strongly felt this energy. Every single solar storm, every single spiritual shift, every single thing energetically that we have been faced with since January 1st, I have felt it. I made a vow to myself in January um, before the year started to literally focus on myself, to put myself first, to put myself first mentally, emotionally, spiritually. That came with challenges with the career that I chose that came with um, different challenges in connections that I hold that came in different challenges that caused me to want to just be alone and be by myself and be to myself to figure everything out. Um, and I can honestly say that with this shift of energy, this Saturn going direct and all of these different pulls energetically that have been going on on a solar level, as well as a spiritual level, have literally finally come to a place where everything seems to be moving forward. It just feels amazing. And it has nothing to do with another person. It has everything to do with yourself. When you literally have been putting in the work, when you literally have single-handedly been depending on yourself and God to help you maneuver through certain aspects of your being, you feel so empowered and you feel so such a release and a relief of pressure when you get to this place where you're finally able to see the buds coming from the soil because you you spent so much time plowing and so much time watering and so much time removing the dead and bad and toxic seeds to replace them with more um, fulfilling things. You have taken the time to really sit and research yourself and literally protect yourself, rebuilding yourself. Sometimes that is the hardest part because you're having to strip away parts of yourself that you never thought you would have to strip away. And now you're at this place, you're wiser, you're becoming more knowledgeable of yourself, you're becoming more accepting of yourself and other people as well, because you have a better understanding of what that healing feels like. When you are able to attach what something feels like to what the the reality of something is, it gives you a lot more compassion. It gives you a lot more understanding for what someone else may be dealing with and going through. That does not mean that you have to be in the 
in, in a space where you're tolerating and you're becoming an emotional dumpster and you're becoming a physical dumpster and you're becoming a person who is absorbing everything that is happening around you, that it is causing you to forget about you. That is not what this means. What this means is the more work that you do on yourself, the more honest, authentic healing that you do on yourself, you are able to really peel back the layers of all of your inner being, meaning the good, the bad, the discarded, the hidden, the ugly, everything. And you're able to appreciate those parts of you that you before had not appreciated. You try to ignore A lot of times we don't understand how those that we connect with and the things that we are interacting with and the situations that we are put in are there to teach us something. They're there to show us ourselves in a different way, how we react, how we utilize a situation, how we utilize a circumstance to really learn and grow and evolve from it, even when it's not self-inflicted, even when it's something we are put in unbeknownst to us. Without our control, we still have control of how we respond, how we react and what we take from it. So this entire year has been about losing and gaining. With everything that you've lost in a spiritual sense, everything that you felt you've lost in a physical sense, you have gained so much more. And for those of you who have not been doing the work, you will also start seeing Why doing the work was so important, why you should have been doing the work, because you are about to literally begin to see that you truly reap what you sow. And. That is both a beautiful thing, because going and a a sad thing, because going forward, you'll know that you have to do work on yourself. It's not about anybody else. It's not up to anyone else to create a safe place for you to be authentic in your truth and literally do the work that's needed in order to move forward. Nothing is going to be perfect. But if you are toxic, why do you think you deserve to attract something that's not? If you have a negative mind frame and you have a negative aura and you are very pessimistic and you complain all the time, why do you think that you're going to be granted situations that are going to counteract those things? You're not. You're going to attract exactly what it is you are in that moment. You are attracting based on your frequency, not based on what your mouth says you want, not based on what you're, you know, you write down in your journal or you write down every day or you repeat to yourself that you want. No, no, you are literally attracting that of which you are exuding. Seriously, that is what planting seeds in a spiritual sense is how you walk. How you walk when you're not being told to, how you act when no one's watching, the things you say when no one's paying attention. Those are the things that build character and character is what assists in your soul, in your seed sowing. So this is a season for those of you who have felt like you've been unheard. You've been good and there's been no reciprocation or you've been good and there has been no acknowledgement of the good that you have put out. This is this is proof that it's not about people. It's not about what other people can give you. The seeds that you are sowing are manifesting in a physical and spiritual sense, which means it may not be tangible things that you are reaping. It could very well be your health. Turn around in your health. 
turn around in your mental state, turn around in your relationships, turn around in your entire financial situation, a turnaround in the way that you interact with people and the way people are interacting with you. We are about to really hit a season where everything we've put out, we are getting back. We are going to begin to get that back. And that is such a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful thing for those of us who have been working so hard. We've been working so hard on ourselves, not so hard to change others. Not so hard to create people into what we want them to be, because the truth of the matter is people are who they are. People are on their own journeys. It is not your job to change their path. God has things that he's doing in every person's life. Now, whether that person takes that path or takes that acknowledgement of what he's trying to do is not your business or your concern. You are not responsible for how someone's life plays out. What you are responsible for is what you contribute or take away from it. So it's very important to remember And for a lot of us, it's, you know, for those of you who go to work every Monday and you're complaining about your job and you're complaining about the things that you hate about your your job and you complaining about your relationships and you're complaining about everything that you are connected to, understand that what you have been putting out is what you're about to get more of. And how fitting is it that the first day of autumn is on a Monday, which means shorter days. The sun is going to be shorter in the sky. It's going to be more nighttime. And, and normally during these season changes, when people begin to be sad and they, and they get real down on themselves and they become very depressed. Because there is no it, it, this is a time for isolation and solitude. This is not this is not like summer and spring. This is not where you are about to be out in the open. And you can you can ignore what you're feeling. You can ignore what's going on because you can live your best summer life. You can go out and pretend like everything is perfect. You can go to the pool parties. You can go hang out at the bars. You can go to the clubs. You can just do your thing and and hang out with your friends or your people and act like you don't need those connections and ignore the work that really needs to be done on yourself because everyone is living their best free life. But when you are forced in isolation When you are forced in a season of kind of of a dark, dim state, you have nowhere to go but to look and work on yourself. Is that easy? No, absolutely not. A lot of people dread it. For me, it is my one of my favorite seasons because I love the simple things. I love the change of the of the colors of the leaves. I love the way the wet the weather feels. I love the smell of the air. I love the crisp feeling that I get in the mornings. It gives me more energy opposed to summer. I don't like to be hot. I don't like to be sweaty and and drained and I don't I don't like to drink a whole bunch of alcohol and I, this is a season for me for this is where I blossom. The spring and fall is a season of renewance. It is a season of really 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 creating a A new life. Really, you see things dying away. And as morbid as that sounds, it's so beautiful because things are falling away so that beautiful, more beautiful things can bloom and blossom. And that is really, really, really in itself 
a beautiful, a beautiful sight to see. It really is. So it's about acknowledging that everything, all the work that you have put in. All the work that you have put in right now. This is you're entering a season of. Reaping it. I had such gratitude, such gratitude because I'm no longer attached to the things that I, and and honestly, I've been on this journey for a very long time. It didn't just start this year, but this year, because of all of the transits and everything that have been going on, and I really made it a point to literally dive into my spirituality even more January 1st. And I'm so proud of myself that I didn't get off course. Yes. There were times when I wasn't so full into it because life happens. Right. But a lot I have lost. I lost a friend. I literally I mean, I've had losses this year, but. I feel so at peace. Because of the, the journey of my spiritual life, like I literally have. A piece that I can't even I can't even, you know, put into words. The switching of these seasons has forced me into wanting to do more, wanting to be more focused on what it is I really need, what it is that really, really makes me happy. Tapping into the parts of myself that I had neglected for so long and doing that is creating a whole new reality for me. And it's the same with a lot of you. Harvest season is about new beginnings. It is about a renewance. It is about reaping everything that you have sown thus far. That does not mean that other challenges won't come. That does not mean that, you know, you won't be faced with moments where you're not sure of how to move forward. What it means is you are literally at a place where everything that you've poured into yourself, you're able to benefit from next. This is a really, really beautiful time. It's a really beautiful time. It's a really, it's a really freeing time and it feels amazing. It really does. So for everybody who is on this journey and you're not sure what you should be feeling, you're not sure exactly how to move forward. You just, you're just kind of like in a place of, Stillness. This is exactly where you need to be. This is a place. This is a time to thank God and thank, you know, every, thank him for everything that he has instilled in you. Thank him. Just an immense amount of gratitude is what this season is about is we're itching towards Thanksgiving and we're itching towards Christmas. The holidays are a very sad time for a lot of people. But instead of looking at the dimper down part of the holidays, look at the part that is the beauty of it. You're still here to embrace it, to see it, to shine more light on it, to make it better. If you're continuing to move and operate in the way that you've always moved and operate, you're going to continue to get what you put out. We are literally almost three months from the closing of a decade of our life. That is a huge, huge thing, because the truth is not many of us are going to be able to say that we made it to 2030. 
Closing out this decade does not guarantee you another full decade. So to be where you are, count the years that you've been on this earth. There's so many people who have not lived to see that. That alone is a blessing. To have your sanity, to have your peace, to have your to have the ability to be able to support yourself or have people around you who are able to help you support yourself. That's a blessing in itself. So this is not a time to look at all of the things that have gone wrong. This is not a time to look at everything that has fought against you. This is not a time for you to look at life as the woe is me. No, this is a time for you to embrace everything that is and the beauty of it. Right now. What are some simple ways that you can do that? How can you do that? Well, first, you have to clean the clutter. You have to clear out all of the things that have caused you to feel stuffed, stagnated and suppressed. Going through this season, I love the fall. This season is all about clearing out, cleaning out my house, cleaning out my closets, removing of clothes I'm not wearing and and donating them, getting rid of things, really, really deep cleaning. Changing up my hair sometimes it's changing up a nail color, changing up a, a, a scent I would wear normally. It is the small things that create the bigger moments and make it so worth it. So worth it. Your shows are coming back. The shows that haven't been here for a year, they're coming back. It's the fall season. How exciting is that? You're able to wear your favorite boots. You're able to wear your favorite sweaters. You're able to just really prepare for things that matter. A big part of appreciating this season has been the ability to change the perception, the perception of who I thought I was. Getting rid of those program thoughts of what you think you know about yourself. Because truthfully, you're only able to go as far as your mind allows you to go. It doesn't matter what possibilities are out there. If you are stuck in one way of thinking about yourself or thinking about a situation, you're going to not go as you're not going to go any further than that thought allows. So in the moment of preparing for a new season, it's also making room for the things that come within that season. And what does that mean? That starts with self. Then on a more tangible place, start cleaning your house. And I'm not saying y'all have dirty houses, but we all have things in our homes that are filled with things we do not need. Old clothes, old dishes, old furniture, too much furniture. Too much clothes, too many clothes, too many people in your house. You know, you should walk into your home and maybe this is the Cancerian in me, but my home is my is is my sanctuary. It's my safe place. When I walk into my home and when anyone walks into my home, I like it to feel like a breath of fresh air, a place where you can relax, a place where it's clean and it's crisp and it's warm feeling or You know, it's beautiful sense. Nothing feels welcoming, not even to you. If it's congested, it's too closed in with too much stuff. 
And that goes on the outside and the inside. Clear out the things that are inside that are continuously holding you down. The the deep emotional hurt that you just won't let go of because you think it hurts the other person more than it hurts you to keep it. But it's making you bitter and it's stopping you from progressing It's stopping you from living. It's just like when you have too much stuff in your closet, it's stopping you. You can continue to buy more and more stuff, but eventually you're going to forget what's in the closet and it's going to be. Uh, stuffed up smells and things are going to be just just too much stuff. You got to remove the stuff that's unnecessary, both internally and externally, in order to really benefit from the changing of the seasons and being able to welcome in that of which that needs to be in that season. Anything that's out of season should be gone. And I'm not speaking about going to buy the latest bag or the latest shoes. I'm speaking about in a sense of anything that you don't need. Take it out. Remove it. Go through your phones. I I don't know about a lot of people, but I when I keep contacts, I like to build contacts. Right. I have my contacts and every year I do this deep cleaning where I just remove people I haven't talked to. I haven't talked to you for the whole year. I don't need your number in my phone. (laughs) I don't need your text threads. I don't need any of that because I don't talk to you. We do not communicate. You don't know if I'm alive or not. So when you have those type of people, go through your phone, anything that's not useful, anybody who is not, you know, a part of your life, a part of the development. If if you've been going through things and these people have not called you to check on you just because these are people that you do not need in your circle. These are people you do not need to cloud your space in your phone with because they're unnecessary distractions and just people that you do not need in your life. If you see them out, speak to them, but keep it moving. They, they should not hold space in your life. So go through your phone. Stop scrolling through them old past text messages of people you don't talk to. Delete them. Some of us hold on to people like hopeful, wishing they'll reach out, thinking and reminiscing about all the times that we had and all the things that you listen. OK, great. Thank you for the times that we had. Thank you for the way that you contributed to my life during that season. But you haven't been here or present in this one. Therefore, what are we? Why am I holding on to this for? Release it. You don't have to wait until pre-New Year's to do this. This is something that you should be doing. If not monthly, you should be doing this every season for sure. I don't have to release a lot of people at the end of the year. That kind of stopped a couple years ago because I just choose to not have certain people around me. If you don't contribute and I don't feel like there's something that's solid that's going to be built from this connection, then this connection is not going to be a priority and it's not going to set space in my life. I don't need to continue to fuel power to a connection that is not going to carry me through the times I need it most. Go through your kitchen, organize your kitchen, your closets, work in space. I did that at work in corporate. I took away all of my certificates and accomplishments and all of the things that I had up on my, you know, on my wall. I took all that down. Like, I didn't even want to see it. I did that a few months ago before my birthday. It's like, I don't want to see that. I, I don't need to see that. I need I, I need to clear I, right now. I just needed everything to be clean and clear. It's okay to do that. It's necessary. Organize your finances. 
Oh my God, this is, this is something even I am, am challenged with, but this is something that I am tackling head on during this time, recreating my budget, looking through the things that I need to pay, looking at the things that I need to go ahead, clear the balance on, be done. All of the things that you can do to lighten up your load of financial responsibility and financial burdens, the things that you're trying to avoid, they're still there. Tackle them head on so that you can get done with them. It is, it's, finances is just a part of our life. It's a part of things that you have to be in control of or it'll drown you. Go through your statements. See how much you actually spend. Calculate what's necessary. Then look at where your money goes. That it doesn't, if you know you eat out every single day and you know that that's spending 20, 10 to $20 a day, but you're saying you don't have any money to do things at the end of the month, then I would suggest you limiting eating out. Cook at home, cook for the week, call it meal prep or leftovers, however you want to call it. And I know people say, oh, I don't eat leftovers, baby. I grew up on leftovers. And let me tell you something as an adult. The new name for it is meal prepping. However, leftovers, meal prep, whatever you may call it, that saves you a lot of money, saves you a lot of time, and it creates space for something else. So handle your finances however you want to handle your finances, but don't complain about what you don't have if you're not doing what you need to do to make sure that everything is cohesive to the goals that you have in place. Creating structure, clearing the clutter is not just about relationships and human beings and people. It is about you. It is about how you look at money. It is about how you look at your health. It is about how you look at your um, where you live, your living space, your career. The way you speak, the way you carry yourself, your hygiene, all of that, all of that is on you. For me, what assists me in keeping things in order and keeping things, I am the original being Mary Jane. So my friends say, but I've always put sticky notes on my mirrors. I've always put up notes. I'm a, I write a lot. I love to do that because if I see it, then I'll remember it. My bathroom has vision board. I create vision and action boards every single year. And I have one in my bedroom. I have one in my um, bathroom. I have sticky notes on my mirrors in my dining room. Like I literally it is it has become a part of my decor, a part of my decor for real. Like it is just something that helps me to remind me of what it is I'm doing, where it is I'm going. What is it that I need to do? Affirmations that I'm needing. These are things that I've done as reminders, vision boards help you. It keeps you in mind of where you're going, what it is that you are doing. But even more so than that, it's creating a strategic plan that is working towards making sure everything you want on their vision board comes to life. It is not enough to just have pictures or words on a poster board and have it up and think that that everything on there is going to manifest magically. No, you have to work towards that. You have to create strategic plans for that. And once you do that, you'll see how everything falls into place. You'll see. One of the most important things that I do 
And I mean, it is a little a little controversial, but I restrain from sex. Men and women, it is so important. And I love when I hear a man speaking about um, protecting themselves um, in a sexual way as far as like not having sex. Restraining from sex helps them focus because that does with women. A lot of us don't understand how powerful the wound is. You don't understand that while you're trying to clean out the clutter in your life, you have to start with yourself, which means you cannot be laying on your back, having sex with somebody, allowing whatever they have ate, whatever they're feeling, whatever they're thinking to be deposited directly through your wound. That is a direct access to your spirit. Believe it or not, that is where your emotional attachment comes from. That is where you are becoming emotionally illusioned to what this relationship is and obsessed with the outcome of the relationship because now you are becoming attached to something opposed to appreciating the connection and allowing things to flow. It's very hard to focus on two things 100 percent of the time. And when you are in love or in lust, you feel obsessed with the entity that it's coming from. The attachment becomes more important than the connection. And then you become very clingy, distracted, and not focused on yourself. Suddenly it's, he's not calling me, she's not calling me, she's doing something else, she's with somebody else, she's not spending time with me, and you're forgetting that, okay, life goes on, it's other parts of life than just your attachment or connection to this person. There are things that you should be focusing on outside of that connection that is going to help you become better, help you become stronger and more self-efficient so that you can have a partnership with someone that is not so self-reliant or so dependent upon each other. So no sex, closing your legs and for the fellas, tucking in the tallywhacker, okay? If you're married, I understand that sometimes this just doesn't work, but there is creating a, a balance for women. For me personally, sex is very intimate. I love to be able to express myself in a sexual way. I love to be able to connect with someone in a very intimate way. I love that. Right. I love my connection with my partner sexually. It's amazing. However, what fuels me sexually all starts with my mind and my emotions. If you can't get to me mentally, if we can't have conversations and we are constantly at war with each other and I'm not emotionally connected to you and I don't feel like you hear me and I don't feel like this is a reciprocated relationship. It's very hard for me to want to have sex with you and literally release myself in a way where I'm so fulfilled, let alone trying to please you. So it depends on what you're looking for. But if you're looking for foundation building type of relationships, you have to understand that the work on self is most important and also understanding what it is that you need, what it is that you desire, what it is that you truly, truly want. When you realize that, then you're able to really connect and be, you know, very, very, very aware of what you're allowing in your life. What you eat, what you allow internally, 
and what you absorb mentally, emotionally, spiritually, energetically affect your life in ways you have no idea. So you have to be able to detach. You have to be able to step back and look at self and spend time with self and really sit back and understand what it is that you bring or what it is that you're taking away from any connection that you are a part of. If it's your job, look at your job. How are you an asset to where you are? You complain all day about it being so this and so that. But what is it that you're bringing to the table in any partnership? Right. Whether it be my relationship, whether it be my job, I know my value. Whether it be my nonprofit, I know my value. I know that me not being in a certain place is a loss for whatever it is that I was connected to. Not the other way around. So you have to look at it from a emotionally detached, but emotionally aware space. Being emotionally aware is being, you know, aware of what this feels like, but not allowing what this feels like to dictate how I move forward. I have to be able to utilize reality, logic and and my emotions in order to evolve and to really make the best decision. In any connection that I have. And when it comes to sex in a relationship, you know, I can go on and on and on, but I'll just leave it at this and say that soul ties are very real. When you are having sex with somebody and they're depositing a piece of their soul into your body, leaving you drained, leaving you broken, feeling incomplete because you are now Becoming overwhelmed with unfamiliar emotions, emotions that you didn't carry, emotions that were literally deposited into you from that person, not even counting how many people they have been with. You cannot do this. You cannot effectively move to the next state of your life if you're constantly battling multiple deposits through your wound and understanding that intercourse is very beautiful. It is a very, very beautiful, beautiful thing. But you have to be able to literally purify yourself inside out in order to really receive the full harvest of everything that you are pouring out. So for many, that is when people say they're fasting, they're fasting from certain foods, they're fasting from certain um, activities, they are fasting from alcohol or whatever the case may be. It's the same for your body. It's the same for your body. There are so many different ways for things to be put in your body and to completely knock you off your course. Just like, think about it. You having sex with somebody, then your pH is knocked off. That's because your body is not um, reacting to the semen deposit in a way that does not throw you completely off. If it's doing that to your body, hormone balance, imagine what it's doing to your spirit. Being aware, taking this season to really dig deep into yourself. Look at your health. How many times have I said people are so focused on the exterior relationships that they don't focus on themselves. They haven't been to the doctor in how long? 
Okay. They have not been to an eye doctor. They haven't been to the, the gynecologist. They haven't been to the male doctor to get prostate checked. They have not been to get their blood tests done to make sure that everything is, is operating, not just for STDs, but to make sure that there's no imbalances in your red blood cells and your white blood cells. And to make sure there's no underlining issues that may be potentially going wrong that could potentially lead to bigger issues. Don't don't be reactive. Learn to be proactive, especially in a season where you are literally placed so that you can be more nourishing to yourself. Read up on things that really can better you. And help you. Invest in things that are going to be reciprocated um, monetary value. Those are things that this season is really for and it really creates an ambiance of so much beauty because you're able to literally, the more you sow, the more you're reaping and it's at a faster pace because this is harvest season. You are in support. You're getting back whatever you're putting out. If you're putting out a bunch of nothing and a bunch of toxicity, that's what you're getting back, baby. That's what you're getting back. And that's what you're going to take into the next year with you, the next decade with you. Reap it. No one can feel sorry for you when you're reaping exactly what you sow. This isn't the time to stand in and protect it and try to stop anybody from the wrath of their own doings. You can't. You can't. So many people are on the path of trying to obtain these ultimate relationships and they're trying to be really happy. And a lot of people genuinely want that. But are you willing to do the work to get it done? For months, many of us have been putting in tirelessly work, 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 constant, constant, constant spiritual evolution, constant crying out for understanding, constantly being in a emotional up and down, up and down battle with self. And we're finally reaching common ground because now we are about to see everything that we've already invested, why we had to do all of that work, why we had to set those boundaries, why we had to speak up when we were uncomfortable and we were not right, when we had to call things out when they weren't right, when we had to take accountability for our own wrongdoings. I can't even tell you how many times I've had to be silent when I wanted to speak because I knew my mouth would get me in deeper than I was in. But it wasn't because I couldn't speak. It was because I chose to hold my tongue until God showed me something else. And then I spoke. And when I spoke. What I said held more power than it would have if I would have reacted out of frustration or if I would have reacted out of anger or emotional um emotional imbalance. So even though in this season, I'm a, I'm a Cancerian, I'm very emotional. I'm very in tune with my feelings. I'm very, very, very aware of other people's feelings, things that are unsaid. I can feel it. I can see it. And you want to react. You want to say things. This has been my season of silence. This has been my season of not yet. Not yet. When I feel like I want to send that text because I'm real irritated and you're just really not hearing me and you're doing whatever you want to do and you're popping in and out, I want to say something to you, but not yet. Not yet. And then finally, when it was time for me to speak, I did and it hit parts that it was supposed to, that it wouldn't have if I was just like blurring out what I felt. 
I had time to sit and simmer. Strategic approach in everything. From my career to my personal relationships to my relationship with self. And that is what everybody is on. That is what you should be on. And now we're in the season that feels so amazing. It feels so good because now there is a heaviness that is beginning to lift. That heaviness feels so good. I can't even, uh, there's no words to put it in. There's no words to put it in. And this isn't a time to slack on yourself. This isn't a time to negate any other work that is needed to be done. But this is a time to show gratitude and appreciation for how far you have come and for everything that you are reaping now in this season. This is your time and it's okay to feel amazing about it. It's okay to feel incredibly optimistic about what's to come because we are literally almost three months out, three months out. All of the work that you've put in, all of the things that you've had to endure to get to this point. It is for your good. Finally, you are arriving to the place you have been searching for. Finally. So give yourself a huge, huge, huge hug and kiss and love on yourself because you did it. You did it. It's not over yet, but you've done it. Look how far you've come so far. Beautiful. Beautiful. Autumn is a season of change. Change. Who knows what this season's going to bring, but just being able to walk into it is a blessing. It's a blessing. So. Happy autumn equinox, and I hope that you all are able to truly embrace the beauty of it. You're really able to embrace the beauty of everything that comes with it. And you're able to acknowledge that all of the work that, that you have had to put in all of the parts of yourself that you have had to watch fall away. So that new parts of yourself can be birthed. I hope you're able to see the beauty in it. So this has been your daily dose of energy until tomorrow. I love you all. Thank you all again for all of your support. And I will talk to you later. Bye.